Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. Today we got stories of spoiled kids. I know for a fact you'll enjoy it. So sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and let's just jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the first story, Teddy. So anyways, right, Teddy was a camp counselor at a camp he'd been going to for years. So Teddy at this camp, you know, he had been going as a kid, and now he was finally in a counselor as an adult. So this was Teddy's first rodeo. Basically, this was his first time ever being a camp counselor. So Teddy was a little bit nervous because, you know, he had a lot of responsibility. He you know, was kind of responsible if these kids did anything bad. He had to make sure that they were doing all right. And Teddy was a little bit nervous. So during orientation, Teddy found another camp counselor that was older, had done this program a couple times before, and he was kind of the mentor for the entire thing. And it turns out that this other guy who we'll just call Ben, right, was actually a... Uh, actually turned out to be one of the camp counselors assigned in Teddy's group because each like group of kids had like two to three camp counselors assigned with each other. So Teddy was pretty happy about this because he was nervous about the whole thing going down and that made him feel a little bit better. So finally, let's skip forward to the day when camp actually started. And, you know, Teddy was kind of like, you know, nervously pacing back and forth, kind of just waiting for, you know, the kids to arrive. And sure enough, the kids did arrive. They all came in and they all walked in like the, the main camp dude or the administrative staff would kind of like disperse the kids into the appropriate groups. So Teddy and Ben, the camp counselor, and one other guy were kind of standing around and like their group area, which was like the Apple group or something. I don't know. They had like dumb names for it. And uh, Teddy was watching as all these kids started to come, you know, walk over and they're like, hey, what's up? And Teddy had to go immediately in a camp counselor mode. No matter how nervous or concerned he was, he was like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, welcome to Camp uh, Clara. It's named my dog, so we're going to call it Camp Clara. Welcome to Camp Clara. Y'all are going to have such a great time. I can't even, like, explain it. Like, stand around here, get to know each other, just talk around a little bit. But honestly, Teddy was pretty nervous about the whole thing. And that's when this uh, this girl comes over. 
And this girl, like little did they know, was the do- was the granddaughter of uh, someone who invented a very popular ice cream chain. It's not like Friendly's or something. It's not like massive, but it's a very popular ice cream chain. I don't want to necessarily say what because that would be giving away details. And uh, don't speculate in the comments because you will probably be wrong. It's very popular, but you might not know of it, right? So you know, to say the least, you know, this grandfather was extremely successful. And, you know, he took that money and grew it into even more money. He was very smart with it, too. So this granddaughter kind of had a inflated self of worth, kind of like an inflated self-worth. And I don't mean, like, she thinks that she's, like, a good, like, that she, she I don't mean, like, she has self-worth. Like, you should all have, like, you should believe you're, that you're good, right? But she kind of had an inflated level where she believed that she was somehow above people just because her grandfather created this really cool thing. However, Teddy had no idea of any of this till later on in the story. So sure enough, this girl comes over, and we're just going to call her Spoiled Girl um, because I just if I have another name, I will literally forget it, and you guys get mad at me when I do that. So we're just going to call her Spoiled Girl for this. So Teddy's like, hey, how's it going? Like, what's your name? And she's like, oh, my name's Spoiled Girl. Obviously, says a real name, but... You know, Teddy's like, oh, that's awesome. My name's Teddy. Like, this is going to be super cool. Like, I'm so excited. Like, this is going to be awesome. It's kind of stuff like that. And eventually, you know, it's time for Teddy and Ben and the other camp counselor to bring the Apple group over and to kind of bring them to the, what do you call it? Like the, the playground type area because the camp was a day camp. And they had, you know, the first day they were just kind of like orientation. It was mostly just kind of like fun activities for everyone to do. And uh, so sure enough, they bring them over to the, uh, the playground. And on the playground, it was a little bit run down. Like even Teddy admits it was a little bit run down because there was a, it, it was like, it, it took place on this old campus um, of this school. However, the school was kind of very low on funding. In fact, one of the reasons why the camp was able to go there every single year is that the school was very happy to have them there because they said, hey, if you use our campus, like, we want a little fee or a little percentage of what you guys make. Like, we're not asking for much. So the school was very happy to have Teddy's camp there um, because they, you know, they needed the funding. But the thing was that, you know, the playground was a little bit run down. The school thing was a little bit run down. It wasn't the greatest place to have the camp, but it worked and there wasn't a lot of other options for them. So on this playground... There, there was a bunch of things that were fine. However, the swing set, there was only one functioning swing because one of the swings was broken. The other one was completely gone. The other swing set was rusted out and all the swings were gone. But on the first swing set, there was one totally fine swing. And that's when the spoiled girl, so they all like the big group, the apple group, and it was like the apple group, the strawberry group, the banana group, whatever. It was the apple group's turn to go to the playground. And uh, sure enough, you know, before that, uh, the Apple group was waiting because the banana group went over there and the Apple group went around and said uh, a little, I, I forgot to say this earlier because this is important for the story, but before the, the what did I say, the Apple group? If I said something else, they're the Apple group now. So before the Apple group was allowed to go on the playground, the Apple group played this game. And it was the spoiled girl, Teddy, Ben, and all the other kids in this group. And Ben was like, all right, guys, so we're going to wait, since we're waiting to go on the playground, because the banana group's there right now, I want everyone to go around, say your name, say your age, and say a fun fact about yourself. So Ben's like, all right, I'll start. My name is Ben, I'm 22 years old, and I'm a film student in college. How about you, Teddy? Kind of passes it over, and Teddy's like, hey, my name's Teddy, I'm 19 years old, I skate in my free time. And it kind of went around the circle like that until it reached the spoiled girl. The spoiled, the spoiled girl's like, hey, 
My name's Spoiled Girl, says her real name, like Alice or something. Um, you know, I am 13 years old, and my grandfather founded the Clara Ice Food, the ice cream chain, which it's not a real chain, but like imagine one that's a lot bigger. And everyone was like, not everyone, about a third of the kids were like, oh, really? Like, I love going there. That's one of my favorite places to go. And like immediately Teddy was like, oh shoot, like that's pretty legit. And he looks over and he sees the spoiled girl's face and she just kind of has this look of being like all proud or whatever. And Teddy could just know right away that like, okay, this girl definitely is carrying a bit of an ego, but who who cares, bro? She's 13, like her worldview is a little bit warped, like whatever, man, as long as she's chill other than this, like, yeah, totally fine. I don't really care. So there's a bunch of people in the Apple group that were like, oh my God, like, like, you're so cool. I can't believe your grandfather made that ice cream place. I love going there with my parents, stuff like that. So that's how Teddy and everyone else realized that she was the granddaughter of someone who owns a really cool fast uh, ice cream chain. So sure enough, eventually, a little later on, it was time for the Apple group to go and, uh, you know, go, sorry, it was time for the Apple group to go to the uh, playground, so they walk out there, and as I said earlier in the video, there's only one functioning swing, and immediately, the spoiled girl runs up to the swing, and, you know, she sits in it, and Teddy's like, all right, well, just so you know, the swing's very popular, uh, we're gonna have to do, like, five-minute rotations, um, because, like, there's only one functioning swing. It's probably the most popular thing that anyone does here. So after five minutes, uh, spoiled girl, I'm gonna come back, and then formal, like, kind of just tell me, like, who else wants to be up and next in line, and I'll make, like, imaginary line in my head. So about, like, five, six, seven other kids kind of form a line, and, you know, Teddy kind of goes around, kind of gets their name, and writes it down on his phone or whatever. He's like, all right, in five minutes, spoiled girl, I'm gonna come back, and Jose over here is gonna take your place. So five minutes go by and Teddy, you know, gets an alarm on his phone. He finds Jose. He's like, hey, Jose, come over here. And, uh, you know, he walks over with Jose. And the spoiled girl is sitting on the swing. And she is, like, really mid-swing. She is like, I don't know if you guys have, like, been on a swing before. If you haven't, bro, you're missing out. Those things are fire. They can also make you feel kind of sick. But she was, like, going really far up, really far back. She was not having any indication of slowing down. So Teddy, very politely, comes up to her and is like, hey, like, uh, Hey, it's Jose's turn. Five minutes are up. Uh, we can, when we come out here tomorrow, you can always go back in the swing. And the spoiled girl goes on to exclaim that, you know, she believes that, like, no, like, I'm going to keep swinging. Like, I I I'm special. Like, why can't I have the special swing? And Teddy kind of presses her because he's like, all right, now, like, what do you mean by that? Teddy's like, hey, like, we got, like, like no. It's every five minutes, like, we got to have a new person, the swing's very popular, and since there's only one of it, we have to divvy it up. Like, there's plenty of other stuff in the playground for you to use, and you can always come here tomorrow. Like, we're going to be here tomorrow, there's no shortage of swings. And the spoiled girl is not, is not stopping swinging at all. She continues to swing, like, with big, big swings or whatever, and, you know, she's like, no, like... Like, you know that I'm special, and I told you why. My grandfather made the so-and-so ice cream chain, so I should be able to swing here. Like, because he added so much to society, why can't I reap the rewards a little bit? And at this point, Teddy's like, oh boy. So he's like, uh, uh, one second, Jose. And Teddy, like, walks over to Ben, and is like, yo, dude, I need your help. And Ben's like, yeah, what's up? And, you know, Teddy's like, dude, I explains the situation. And Ben's like, all right, well, here's the thing. Since you're new here, like, you know, normally I would say I'll just go ahead and handle this. But, you know, this is good experience, man. You should learn how to do this. What I would do is I go up to her 
and just tell her that everyone at this camp is equal and you got to explain why. And Teddy's like, oh man, that's awkward. And Ben's like, bro, like you got it. Like, sorry, dude, like you got to do that. I don't know how else to say it. So Teddy eventually pulls himself together. and is like, you know what? This kid's right. He goes over, he walks over to the spoiled girl and he's like, hey, I need you to stop swinging for a second. So the spoiled girl drags her legs in the sand below and the swing stops and she looks up. And Teddy's like, hey, I need you to get off the swing. Your five minutes were up like three minutes ago. And the spoiled girl's like, but I told you who my grandfather is. And Teddy kind of like looks at her and is like, hey, that's not how we do it around here. I need you to know that everyone at the school, no matter who their parents are, no matter what they do, no matter who they are, they're exactly the same at this camp. Everyone at this camp is an equal and everyone will be treated the same way. But she's like, but but we're not equal. Like, my grandfather did, like, incredible things. And, uh, you know, Teddy says, yes, he did. However, like, that does not impact who you are. And even if you invented, even if you were the one who made these, like, uh, 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 the ice cream chain at camp here, at Camp Clara, it doesn't matter. We're all treated exactly the same. We're all equals. We're all humans here. And, you know, the spoiled girl... In a lot of my videos, the spoiled girl or the spoiled kid or whatever would normally have a rage here. However, she was kind of understanding. She was like, oh, like, that's interesting. I never thought of it that way. And she gets off the swing and Jose hops on. And, you know, uh, Teddy kind of has to change his list a little bit because they're down four minutes now because she was on extra. And, you know, she goes up to Teddy, the spoiled girl, and is like, I'm sorry. Like, I never really thought of it that way. I was just like, that's how I always believed things. And Teddy's like, you know what, it's fine. I don't really blame you. Thank you for being understanding. And the thing is, like, Teddy was, in, and, you know, the spoiled girl walked away to go do something else. And, you know, Teddy was kind of understanding. Not that that was an okay way to view the world, but if that's, like, what you believe, if that's all you knew, if that's what she was taught as a child, like, that's more on the parents than on her. Anyway, so the next subscriber story, we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this one Harvey. So anyways, Harvey was in class. And in this class, there's this kid who we're going to call the spoiled kid, and he was incredibly spoiled. This kid believed that, like, he was, like, I, I don't know, a, like, a first-class citizen, and everyone else was peasants. That he was, like, the king of the class or something ridiculous. So, and he was also a new kid, too. So Harvey came in one day, and it was one of the first days of, uh, of school. And uh, this new kid was immediately sat in the back in the first couple days, but uh, he was actually late one of these days. He was late by a minute or two. So Harvey's sitting in class, and the spoiled kid, who's new, remember, so he's still getting to know people, walks in a couple minutes late, and the teacher's like, hey, spoiled kid, welcome. I am going to ask you don't be late a couple minutes late like this. I know it's only a couple minutes, but that stuff really adds up. And the spoiled kid says, yeah, sorry, I was uh, just doing, I was a little late, my fault. And the spoiled kid's like, hey, actually, can I, can I talk to you? And this, the, the teacher's like, I don't know, like, sure, like, we can do that after class. And the spoiled kid's like, hey, I'm sorry, can we do it right now? And the teacher's like, um, I am in the middle of teaching, so I'd really prefer to do it after class. And the spoiled kid's like, it really can't wait. So the teacher, kind of unhappy about this, is like, okay, whatever, sure, send. Like, whoa, whoa, what's up? Like, make it quick, though. And the spoiled kid goes on to say that, you know, he believes that, you know, he deserves that he should sit in the front of the class, and he shouldn't just sit in the front of the class, but the entire first row and the three seats behind him should be left empty so that he has plenty of leg room and space. Everyone in the class went silent after he said that. 
Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment spoiled down below. I just like to see how many people made it this far. And also, if you want to support the channel, the best way to do so is after this video, go ahead and watch another one of my videos. It really does support me. And let me know in the comment section what you were doing while watching these videos. And most important, uh, Spotify. We just launched it about a week ago. Every video on this channel goes up there, and they normally go up one or two hours early. So Spotify is the first link in the description. Please rate our spot uh, or our, mine. <laughs> I'm a one-person team. Please rate my uh, Spotify account five stars. There's a way to do that on the podcast. And also follow and like if you haven't already. If you want to submit these stories, my Instagram and Twitter are both at Connor Pugs. They're in the description. And they're the only way you can submit stories as of now. I have a TikTok account. We have a Discord server. Use code Connor Pugs for 10% off gamer subs. And finally, let's get right back into it. So Harvey's sitting in this class. And he's just looking at this kid, right? This spoiled kid. Who is standing in front of the entire class at this point. Basically demanding... In front of everyone, and remember, remember, he's the new kid here. He doesn't know anyone. He doesn't have any, like, social clout or anything. And that doesn't necessarily mean, I'm not saying that, like, if he was clouded up or something, or he was well-liked, that he could pull this off. I'm just saying that it's even more absurd because he wasn't well-liked. He didn't really have a rating yet. He was an unknown. And on the third day of class, he comes in and demands that he get the entire front row because, because why? Like, because he wanted it? Because he felt like he deserved it. Because, like, I, I just, like, Harvey was just so, like, dumbfounded by this. And the teacher looks at him, and the teacher literally says, like, why on earth would I give you that? Like, the teacher was, the, the teacher was genuinely, like, confused. The teacher genuinely wanted to know, why, why do you think you deserve that? And the teacher wasn't even trying to be, like, you know, inquisitive. Because maybe the teacher was trying to set him up. One might be saying, oh, the teacher just wanted him to expose how, like, insane he is and how he lives in a different world and reality isn't a thing to him. But Harvey genuinely believes the teacher was just so thrown off guard by this kid demanding that that the teacher genuinely wanted to know. And the spoiled kid, it's weird. The spoiled kid, Harvey tells me, doesn't even really flinch when he says the following. He says, like, I believe that, like, you know, like, I'm a first-class citizen and all the other people in this class are not. I'm not saying that I'm better than them. Uh, actually, I am saying that I'm better than them. But don't take it personally, guys. And the spoiled kid looks at the entire class and is like, don't take it personally. And then the spoiled kid's like, please. Like, it would really make me feel more comfortable if I had the entire front row to myself as well as the three seats behind me. Like, I'm not asking for the entire second row. I'm just asking for the first row and the three seats directly behind me. And the teacher looked at him and just kind of gave him this look of like, is this a bit? Is this a comedy special? Like, dude, I seriously can't understand what's going on. And Harvey was sitting there and kind of just like looked at his classmates. And Harvey's friend, Ben, who's sitting next to him, like Harvey turns to him. He's like, bro, what on earth is going on right now? And Ben mutters under his breath. He's like, yo, this kid's crazy, dude. And uh, Harvey looks up, and the spoiled kid almost has a look of, like, concern on his face. Not a look of concern because, like, oh, my God, I just said something insane, and my whole class is going to feel bad about, like, not going to feel bad, but my entire class is going to hate me. No, no, no. The look of concern was, oh, shoot, I might not actually get this. Like, I might actually not get the demand, the insane demand that I requested. And the teacher's just looking at the spoiled kid, and she just starts shaking her head. And she's like, no. No, I will not give you the entire front row. I will not, like, that's insane. And she, the teacher goes off a little bit on him. The teacher goes on to say, well, like, 
that's in like that's absurd and offensive that you think that you're some kind of first class citizen and that everyone else in my class isn't you know i while i just i've just started to teach these kids you know i've seen them grow up over the last couple of years or whatever then like from the little experience i have they're all great quality people they're all really good kids and I'm not so sure if, you know, if, if there are going to be different, like, classes of kids, I'm not sure, like, why they wouldn't be first class and you would be second class by the way that you're saying that. Was it necessary that she said that little part? No. But is she right? Yeah, low-key. Like, if you're coming and thinking that you're better than someone else and saying that publicly, no, not so nonchalantly, there's definitely something wrong with you, man. And probably it's blaming on the parents in this case, but we don't know what the situation's like. And the spoiled kid is like taken aback a little bit. He's like, he's like, I'm sorry, ma'am, to offend you. I, I wasn't trying to be offensive with what I was asking. I just genuinely believe this and it's it's to my comfort. And I think it's to the comfort of the rest of the class too. And you know, some kid in the back of the class is like, we never agreed to this. And another kid's like, Miss Davenport, like, you're not actually going to give him that, right? And the spoiled kid turns to the class and is like, don't you want me to be comfortable? And Harvey's just looking at this kid, and Harvey can't tell if this kid is legitimately, like, one of the most clueless kids on the planet, or if this kid is trying to be, like, genuinely manipulative just to get what he wants. Harvey, at this point, honestly couldn't figure out which was which. So the teacher says, like, no, absolutely not. Like, sit down. Your requests will not be granted. The spoiled kid said, okay, well, I mean, the offer is always on the table and it would make me more comfortable. The spoiled kid wasn't even having like a hissy fit about it. He wasn't going, having any saint tantrum or anything. He just genuinely kind of was like, okay, like if that's really how you want to do it, which is pretty insane in my opinion, but what are you going to do about it? Honestly, what are you going to do about it? So the kid sits in front of, uh, the kid actually sits right in front of Harvey. And Harvey just turns to his friend and he's just like, yo. And this kid starts, like, stretching back a little bit. You know how you're, like, in a seat or whatever? And Harvey had, like, some books that were on the edge of his desk. And when the spoiled kid, like, moved, because, like, the spoiled kid was, like, reclining back in his chair to stretch, the spoiled kid kind of bumps into Harvey's books a little bit. The spoiled kid makes a complete 180 and turns around, looks at Harvey. He's like, hey, man, like, can you move your books out of my space? And Harvey just looked at this kid. Because remember, this kid was sitting in his chair and he leaned all the way back so that he would bump into the books on Harvey's desk. It wasn't like these books were like, I don't know, falling off of Harvey's desk or these books were placed on, you know, the spoiled kid's desk. This kid leaned all the way back and bumped into stuff on Harvey's desk. And he said, can you like move that out of my space? Te uh, Harvey, not trying to have any like confrontation or anything, kind of scoots his desk back a little bit. And, but at that point on, like Harvey just knew that this kid was something else. So for the rest of the year, unfortunately, like, it's sad to say, but this kid, understandably, didn't make any friends. And about halfway through the year, he left the school because he wasn't making any friends. He wasn't having a good time. And his parents, like, filed, like put some, like, posts on Facebook about how everyone was so cruel by not being friends with him. Which, in reality, right, people weren't friends with him because he said that they were all second-class citizens on the, like, the third day of class. Like, that's ridiculous. Sure, this kid wasn't necessarily, like, the meanest spoiled kid we've had on the channel, but Harvey kind of felt bad, but also kind of didn't feel bad, which is understandable.